What's the most petty, passive-aggressive move you've ever played? I just hit the passive-aggressive zenith. Played a YouTube video of someone eating crisps loudly while someone else ate crisps loudly. Because I can't be bothered to ask them to stop. Basically, this guy is one of those people who manages to do everything that is annoying. Whether it's banging desks, talking loudly on the phone, laughing loudly, munching crisps with his mouth open, etc. All distracting in our very small office. I'm not saying I'm not a prick, but I'm tired of picking the guy up on things he should be able to work out for himself. Has anyone else surprised themselves with their own petty behavior? As pointed out, it probably isn't properly passive-aggressive. The reason I didn't directly approach the guy is because I've done it so many times with so many other things that he's becoming combative and resistant. I'm tired of getting into semi-pissy debates, and I'm at the point where I think he should start actively taking responsibility for the things he does in the small office we share. I always ask if people mind if I put on music or close curtains, etc. I was on the receiving end of some epic passive aggression once. I was in the 12 items or less line at the grocery store, and as usual, had counted my items before I got in the line. An older couple got in line behind me and clearly did not think I had done so. They spoke loudly to each other, I guess hoping to embarrass me. That doesn't look like 12 items to you, does it, Marge? Etc. This continued on, and when it was my turn, one started, Let's count. One, two, three. I started wondering if maybe I miscounted, feeling a little panicky as I usually try not to be a D-bag. Then finally, ten. Oh! The cashier laughed. I needed to do nothing. The backfiring of their plan was plenty. Although I now look on that situation with that single regret. I should have also written a check, asked for paper and plastic, and for rolls of quarters. Darn it. I would have grabbed three packs of gum and put them on the belt with my stuff just to screw with them after that little act. I used to be a resident advisor in a college dorm. One of the dorm activities was on personal hygiene, with free stuff available like deodorant, shampoo, razors, etc. One of my residents couldn't be bothered to speak with his roommate about his disgusting habits, but he sure took about a dozen of those flyers and put them up all over his roommate's side of the room. Ah, that's like a lower effort version of the good old post-it note. Best friend of any passive-aggressive flatmate. The neighbor in my girlfriend's apartment will let their gosh darn alarm go off for like a good five minutes before they even try to stop it. They don't hit snooze like a normal person. They just lay there and let it buzz over and over and over again. It was going on longer than usual, so I ended up pulling out my phone and turning on the meltdown alarm and basically pressing it directly into the wall. On top of the horrendously loud noise, it was also buzzing the whole wall. They turned their alarm off within 10 seconds and haven't done it since. If this ever happens again, get a screaming mini alarm clock from any truck stop. It's 110 decibels of get the frick out of bed. Treat it like a grenade. Set it for one minute, it's a timer, and toss it in their window. It's brought people to tears because they couldn't turn it off. Oh, thank you for that wonderful idea. My neighbors don't have a problem with their 16-year-old son and his idiot friends going out at 2am drunk as frick in their backyard, yelling and screaming till the sun comes up. Nobody around will say anything because I live with a bunch of old fricks and I don't want them damaging my car. So I just ordered one of these. This Sunday, I'm throwing it in their yard the second they decide to go in because they always go out every weekend and do this crap. It's going to be so worth the money, even if I have to do it every weekend. My old roommate's friend always used to come over and drink my cans of Pepsi. I'm on a pretty tight budget, but like to treat myself with said cans. So you can imagine how upset this made me. 
One day I hid all the cans but one, which I coated with nail biter. The second he realized something was wrong, he poured himself a glass of water using the only glass on the drying rack, the glass coated in nail biter. I live on a typical American suburb street. My neighbor just got a new job with a company-provided vehicle. He has a one-lane driveway, so he parks this huge work van in the road, directly in front of my house. It's all I can see when I look out the front window. I casually mention it to him now, so that he could park it in front of his house and not mine. He just chuckles to himself and starts talking about something else. For the next week, I parked my car in front of his house to see if he enjoyed looking at my car every day. Luckily, he got the message and now parks in front of his home and not mine. Something similar is happening where I live. I live at the end of a cul-de-sac in the corner, and the guy in the middle of the end parks one of his cars outside his house, blocking our driveway to the point where we have to snake around his car in reverse. Meanwhile, his other car sits in his driveway that is thin but long enough for two cars. Did I also mention that both he and his wife are retired and rarely leave the house? We have other neighbors with similar situations, so everyone keeps moving their cars like a game of chess to park in front of each other's houses to annoy each other. They are all gradually getting more and more teed off with each other, and just when they are at the tipping point, I'm soon to be adding a new car to the scenario. I will park it in the worst place and watch the drama. Skip passive-aggressive, go fully aggressive. Buy a beta car, spend under $500. Insure minimally. Put the beta in your driveway. Wait until your neighbor blocks your driveway. Nail the neighbor's car. Blame the neighbor for being parked in front of your driveway. Take no responsibility. Repeat until the point has been made. Sell the beta for whatever you paid for it. I blow kisses to angry drivers. I'm a guy. On an airplane flight this past summer, the guy in front of me reclined his seat until he was practically resting his head on my chest. I politely asked him if he would please put his seat up. He just looked at me and said no. I then turned my air vent on full blast aimed it right at his face. When he reached up to adjust it, I pushed his hand away. Excuse me, that's my air vent. I like it that way. He ended up leaning forward the entire flight, but left his seat reclined practically to my chest. We were both uncomfortable the entire flight, but neither of us would give in. As my wife put it, So this is what happens when an inconsiderate butthole meets a passive-aggressive pee-pee. Later, several people have called bullcrap on my claim that the seat's tilted back all the way to my chest. I'm 5'10 and my legs aren't long so that my knees will touch the seat in front of me. For that reason, I don't usually have a problem with people in front of me leaning back. I don't really enjoy it, but it's not a big deal. I don't know if this guy's seat was broken or if it was some sort of sleeper sofa unit that belonged in a long-haul flight or what, but I ended up looking down on that guy's face like I was his dentist. It sucked. I was at Costco once and they had massage chairs at the end of the aisle, right by the crutches and folding wheelchairs, etc. Two older women were complaining about me using it, making remarks about how I was abusing the equipment or some crap, so I struggled to get off the chair, gave a look of pain, and wheeled off in one of the wheelchairs. I kept one of my hands shaking and went right past them. Their faces were one of the best things ever. In conclusion, use muscular dystrophy to screw with someone. Oh my god. I think the most perverse part of this account is that even from the way the author has written it, I'm not 100% sure one way or the other whether they actually have that particular disability or any disability at all. I just hope the ladies in question feel terrible regardless. I was watching Batman at a theater and the kid sitting in front of me kept rocking his seat back and knocking me in the knees. I asked him to stop, he glared, then stopped for five minutes. But he started again and kept intentionally rocking it back to hit my knees. So I put my foot at the base of the chair so he couldn't rock it backwards. He turns around, glares at me, and mutters, B-word, 
This kid couldn't have been older than 11, so I let him keep rocking and waited until he was winding back to rock it really hard. Then, when he was at his apex, I kicked the back of the seat hard. It smacked him in the head and he whiplashed forward. Needless to say, he didn't lean back for the rest of the movie. In conclusion, I kicked a kid in the back of the head, and I'm not entirely certain what passive-aggressive means. You delivered the kick that the kid needed, but not the one he wanted. Some men just want to watch the chairs rock. He merely adopted the chair. You were born in it. Let me tell you how I got this whiplash. When you lean back, you have my permission to die. There's these two girls who sit behind me in one of my classes that don't shut up. No matter what my professor says, they always have to talk about it between the two of them. After doing this, it's always leading into longer discussions between them. It's freaking annoying because I'm actually interested in what my professor has to say. He tells some pretty interesting stories. One day, I'd had enough of it. When they started talking again, I took my laptop out and made a new Word document. I made the font large enough to where they'd be able to read it and typed four simple words. Shut the frick up. I cleared my throat very loudly, I should add, and just slightly moved out of the way to where they would be able to read it. That was two weeks ago, and they haven't said a word in class since. I had the same problem in my philosophy class. For about a week, I would type everything that they said. At the end of the week, I handed them each a transcript of their conversations. (laughs) I pulled the same thing last finals period. I was on the quiet floor of our student center, where not even the laptops are allowed. The clicking of the keyboard is too loud. There was this girl furiously typing on her laptop and having a cell phone conversation about her child termination. It was very, very distracting, and no amount of throat clearing and angry looks got her attention. So I scribbled, shut the frick up, in Sharpie on my notebook, coughed loudly, and held it up for her to see. She got up and left, and I got a very enthusiastic round of golf claps. In college, I had the worst roommate. She would stay up all night, sleep all day long, and dramatically sigh or groan if I accidentally woke her up by, you know, being in my dorm room during the day. She also could not shut up for about five minutes. She literally wandered around our room muttering to herself mostly, Frick! and Jesus Christ! And if she wasn't doing that, she was sighing and groaning and slamming drawers shut. She also left food that should have been refrigerated out on her desk for weeks at a time, including stacks of burgers still in their paper wrapping. It smelled. Anyway, she mentioned once how she hated living in the dorms because she couldn't smoke in there. I casually brought up how my last roommate broke her contract and moved into a house mid-semester, and she just loved it. New roommate got excited and started to look into getting an apartment. What I didn't mention was that it costs $1,000 plus that month's dorm fee to break said contract, and apparently she managed to sign up for this without noticing that fine print either, because for about a week after, she had screaming matches on the phone with her mum about the money. A week later, she was gone, and I had the room to myself for the rest of the semester. It was great. I would feel bad, but living with a frantic, swearing, sleep-deprived burger hoarder was too much for me. In conclusion, talked Oscar the Grouch into breaking room contract, resulting in unforeseen expenses on her part. Oofed. I mean, she was probably outright told by student housing that it would cost her money, so hopefully decided to move despite that fact of life. It just sucks that it sounds like her mother had to foot the bill. Mine is a painful memory to relive, but I'll do it for the sake of this thread. Me and my then-university roommate shared this tiny room with one double-decker bed, a cupboard, two tables, and a mirror. The mirror is depressingly important in this story. It was opposite the bed so that I, sleeping on the top bunk, could actually see what my roommate was doing underneath. 
You know where this is going. So one day I woke up to this horrible squelching sound. In my mind, I knew what it was. I just didn't want to entertain the idea. It must not be that. It can't be. Furtively, I glanced at the mirror, knowing that the reflection would take a little bit of my soul with it. Sure enough, it was my roommate, under my bunk, pumping vigorously in his boxers. I have never seen anyone beat it that feverishly. It was almost beautiful in some sick, perverse way. Okay, so the problem was that he kept doing this. I kept waking up to the sound of the guy who watches Matrix Reloaded daily, frantically beating off in his boxers. Even worse, sometimes he'd let out an ugh sound that chills me to this day. I cannot watch Japanese adult flicks because of him. I didn't even know what to do. Should I accept my fate and consider this morning jerk session as some kind of cruel alarm clock? One fateful day, I was woken up to the usual squelching sound, and I decided to do something about it. I just cleared my throat. He immediately stopped. And it was then that he knew I knew. We never spoke again, and he moved the following semester. You fricker. I know you're on Reddit. If you're reading this, I'm going to come and spank the monkey in front of you one day. Drunk. You mother fricker. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish I'd employed a similar passive-aggressive tactic on the guy who sits directly behind me. He's insanely annoying such that he's infamously never sat with his actual team. They rush to fill any seats that come free. And there's a long list of people who've said, If you sit me near him, I will quit. Seriously. Highlights include, he seems to have old smoker's lung slash throat problems such that his voice always escapes as a gurgled squeal. He can't help that, but he shouts, of course, so it's akin to sharing the room with a banshee. He spends hours per day cramming Bombay mix into his mouth. He then chews it with his front teeth for maximum crunch volume. He'll still use the phone or shout at people while eating. Farts openly and often. Has an incredibly loud and annoying SMS received tone, which needless to say is triggered several times per hour, sometimes many times a minute as he conducts some sort of his extracurricular activities exclusively by SMS. Of course, his desk phone habits are annoying too. Keypad tones set to on, volume set to max, and he opens many conversations using the speaker setting. 
He has dozens of keys, plus his security tags, on a long chain which he slaps and drags about on his desk, like he's a fricking poltergeist. That's right, he's a banshee and a poltergeist. I cracked after weeks of this and told him to shut the frick up. On a Friday morning when he was screeching at the team opposite solidly for an hour telling his version of what passes for a joke. He responded with abuse, so I went unpunished, but I still know I made a mistake being aggressive and swearing at work. On second thoughts, I wish I'd killed him. With a stapler. I'm a live sound tech. My job's success rate depends on me being passive-aggressive. Oh, you turned your guitar amp up again? Cool, I hope you like me cranking the crap out of your guitar in your monitors now, butthead. I've been to shows where the band members straight up sit there and yell at the techs. Isn't that someone you should be polite to, considering they can make your entire set sound like crap? I've been yelled at from some idiot on stage for problems they were creating. Oh, not to mention a room full of people between us. I muted his mics, sipped on a beer, and stood there and smiled at him as he had a tantrum. Does this count? Drunk buttholes being loud outside residence buildings at some ungodly hour on a Sunday night. Hey, do you guys have a watch? A watch? Yeah, I need to know what time it is. Uh, 3.30. Okay, cool. Now that you know that it's 3.30, can you shut the frick up? Oh yeah, this one. Had a guy watering his garden at 2.30am once, in the summer, when you have your windows open. I leaned out. Hey mate, why don't you water your garden at 4am like normal people? Whenever some butthole is tailgating me on the road, I hit the windshield cleaner button and just hold it. Usually, I can get a good, consistent spray of water to obstruct their view. They usually change lanes after that. Bonus points for me if their windshield is dirty and their wipers are bad, leaving behind a dirty, muddy mess. Also, if you're all in on this idea, you can take a pin and adjust the angle on one of your nozzles to spray directly over your car for maximum effectiveness. I had a wagon and it had a rear view sprayer, so I pulled it out and found the best angle to hit tailgaters right in the window. It was awesome. People would either get super mad and go into a rage, or most of the time start laughing and back off. I mean, I can't possibly condone this, as you could cause a crash if they're particularly jumpy and unprepared, but it is damn funny, and I'd be tempted to try it. I put three staples in my stapler at a time so people will stop using the one on my desk. There's an empty desk right next to me with a fully loaded stapler no one ever uses. I realize this is ridiculous. I was in Walmart once and this kid was screaming. I tried to ignore it. I thought about asking the parent to quiet the kid down. You could hear him through the whole store. Finally, I just stood at the end of the aisle they were on and started screaming back at him. The mother was horrified, but after about 10 seconds of yelling back and forth, the kid finally stopped. My mother would do the same with me when I was a child. Once I threw myself to the ground and started screaming, and she just lay down beside me and watched me with her poker face until I stopped. It worked every time. Every time I was working on a good tantrum, my mother would offer to clear out a space for me on the floor and tell me to let her know when I was finished. The residents at the pool I work at complain about everything, making the shifts that my co-workers and I work extremely trying on our patients. It eventually got to the point where a number of residents petitioned to get one of the guards written up because she was sucking a lollipop in an inappropriate manner while on stand. As head guard of the facility, all of these complaints went to me. Eventually, I got sick of this and took action. What the residents didn't realize up until about halfway through the summer is that the pool they use has a number of small rules that no one really acknowledges, because honestly, it's not worth anyone's time to enforce them. These rules include things such as enforcing designated areas to eat and a sort of blanket ban on alcohol. 
From July 25th on, under my authority, every guard was required to reprimand all residents on every single infraction, in order to give them a taste of their own medicine. I can honestly say there is nothing more satisfying than having one of my guards stop a hated resident from enjoying a few drinks with whoever they're with, and then looking them right in the eye and just absorbing their hatred. It's sublime. When I was pretty young, maybe 13-ish, my younger brother, 11-ish, kept frustrating me by stealing my CD player, and I was out for clever revenge. We had a CD recorded by a band from the local church called Flying Sheep. Something something Jesus and flying animals, you know the drill. The first track of the CD was 45 seconds of sheep noises. When he went to sleep, I snuck into his room quietly, located my CD player, set it to loop track one, and turned the volume way down. About every five minutes, I'd sneak in again and turn the volume up a little more. I did this for about two hours until there was nothing but bleating sheep at full volume about four feet from his head. My brother slept like a log, so he slept for the whole seven hours with sheep noises beamed directly into his brain. He woke up pretty angry. Apparently, he had dreamed about trying to herd aggressive sheep all night long. Sweet revenge. If someone is really annoying me with what they're saying, or chewing loudly, smacking gum loudly, or making annoying drum noises with their mouth, I will sometimes turn music on and slowly turn it up to the point where I can't hear them over it. Sometimes I will even look them dead in the eyes while I do it. Well, that's better than my sighing tactic. Bravo. Whenever my roommate shaves, he always leaves little bits of hair in and around the sink. As other people's hair has always made me cringe, I repeatedly asked him to stop, but there would always be hair in the sink. So I waited. For three months, I grew my pubic hair to the most glorious length it has ever been and shaved it all off into the sink and left it. I haven't had any problems with my bathroom since then. In conclusion, a wild bush appeared. The last 4th of July, some friends and I went down to the pier to watch the fireworks. We were sitting down when this couple decided the perfect spot for them was standing directly in front of us. I'd been drinking a bit, so it seemed like a good idea to bark like a dog. Not like a mean pit bull or something, more like a high-pitched chihuahua. I do a really good impression, by the way. They started turning around looking for the dog until they realized it was me. I looked them in the eyes and started barking with an even higher pitch. I think they thought I was crazy because they just whispered to each other and left. The old man sitting next to me gave me a high five. Watching my daughter at gymnastics, woman next to me was smacking her gum like a cow. I pulled out a pen and sat there clicking the button until she got fed up and left. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.